This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's go to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline Baskin and Phelps. Dan Manigan is in today. And on that hotline, one of my favorite former Browns, man that could really light up the night when it comes to uh, making us excited about Browns football. His name is Eric Metcalf, and right now he's currently one of the co-hosts of the Dog Pound podcast. Eric, how are you? Great to talk to you again. How's life treating you? What's happening, Eric? I'm, I'm, I'm not a thing. I'm doing well. Life is, life is good. I mean, it would be better if I can get a few more wins out of my Browns, but, you know, that's how it goes. Uh, how do they get there, Eric? What, like, what are your thoughts for the first five games? You know, I, I, for me, I think they've played – pretty good football through through the course of each game is just for some unknown reason they're not finishing and and, and it goes back to uh what i heard uh amari cooper say about uh, is everybody dialed in is everybody laser focused when it when they need to be because i've i've said it time and time again for some reason something is not clicking at the end in the, in, the, in the pressure moment they're not able to finish when they've uh pretty much been playing a, a good game for three, three quarters, three and a half quarters. Eric, is it that simple that guys just need to lock in better or could it be something schematic? I mean, it could be schematic, but, but at the same time, when you're a professional football player, you, you probably been playing uh, more than half of your life for these guys. And so I think a lot of times it's, it, it's, it's, you can say it's schematic, but at the same time, like you said, you have to be dialed in because Teams make adjustments to what you're doing also. And so we can call cover three if we're in, in a defense, and, and they just do things that you haven't seen on film, so it looks different and, and faster to you as a, as a defensive uh, back or what have you. And so that's when guys kind of get lost. But if you, you're dialed in and you and you pretty much uh, go through everything, all the possibilities, then it makes it a little easier. And I think, I would, like, like Amari said, we're not there yet. And, and, and I think that's the same offensively. You know, we, we, we're not dialed in. So, I mean, we, we can move the ball up and down the field, but then we get to the, to the uh, fourth quarter or we get down to the goal line or we get to fourth and short or third and short, what have you, and, and we do something different. And that's, once again, that's players and, and coaches as well. Hey, Eric, I'm just – your thoughts on, on kick returns right now because it's just so – like when you played, man, it was electric. And now it's like it's barely a tiny little spark, especially for the Browns, because they've struggled over the last couple of years to find something. Since Josh Cribbs, it's just like it doesn't feel the same. Now, I know we've had rule changes, too, but I'm just I'm curious about your thoughts on the importance of it in the game, importance of ball position there, and then how to maybe make this a little bit better. You know, for me, I'm always going to say it's important because right. that was <laughs> part of my game. But, but And I truly understand uh, – why they're trying to keep guys safe and, and keep guys healthy. So I get that with the rule change. But as you said, it is, is a big part of the game, especially when we're talking about momentum shifts. Because when, when you're receiving the kickoff, um, it's, 
the beginning of the game, beginning of the second half, or the other team just scored. So if you have someone back there who can ignite your offense, get your offense some first downs, if not a touchdown, then that changes the momentum and, and the ebb and flow of the game. And so I, I, I wish it would come back. I mean, I, like I said, I get the safety, but I wish it would become more of an integral part of the uh, the, the teams now. And, I'm, and, and, you know, it all depends on which team you are. And you said, like, the Browns haven't done well with it, but I don't know if they're putting as much time in because a lot of times now it's about just possessing the ball. You look at, say, Atlanta, when when Cordero Patterson was doing it, they'd bring it out from seven, eight deep yeah. because they felt like they had a guy back there that no matter what could always get us a touchdown. And if not a touchdown, if he got to the, to the 40, that's some first downs that the offense wouldn't have to get. Eric Metcalf, former Browns running back slash wide receiver slash punt returner. Of course, you can hear him on the In the Dog Pound Poundcast, uh, courtesy of the NFL alumni media. To your special teams point, Eric, with the way in the Browns and the rest of the league, everybody else you're talking about except for Atlanta, is that another one of those things that's just on a coaching side of it of how we get those positive yards when it comes to punt return and kick return, and that's something that's just been forgotten as the league has evolved, or is there more to it? I mean, definitely when we're talking about um, punt return, it's it's a scheme thing, a schematics, and 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 if and I think I think the way the analytics are playing into into football right now, I think coaches are m- more uh, concerned with possessing the ball as opposed to uh, getting a play with your punt return team because you know they they tell guys catch the ball, don't let it roll. Uh, that kind of stuff, which I get, I, I get, I get it with the field position thing. But if, when you have a superstar type guy back there, it's in your best interest to make sure it's blocked right. You force uh, punters to kick in certain ways, and and do those little things that can give him the best opportunity to make plays. Because we we all know when you're talking about an offense driving the length of the field time and time and time again, that's not going to happen. So if you have somebody back there who can make these plays and shorten the field for your offense, it, it makes it so much easier. And I, and I think a, a lot of times these coaches are worried about possessing the ball more than making a play. And, and when I say that, people for, tend to forget that if you're a punt returner, you don't have to catch the ball and you still possess the ball. You may use, lose a few yards, but a lot of times, as we've seen, unfortunately, we've seen guys running full speed up to a ball that they can barely get. They don't catch it or, or they muff it, and it makes it hard because in the back of their mind, they're hearing from coaches, you have to get the ball, don't let it roll. And, and, that, and that hurts a returner. That, that tends to take away from what he can actually do. So a lot of times when I think of you, I'm like, uh, okay, Eric was not only an amazing football player, but he was um, amazing when it came to track, when it long jump and 100 yard dash or, or 100 meters and, and just stuff like that. And then I think about Anthony Schwartz, who's with the team right now, who they've tried to put in a position where they're just handing him off the ball now and, and running an end around with him and trying to, you know, and, and trying to utilize his speed. I, I'm really curious from your perspective as somebody that was unbelievably successful in track and in football that sometimes we have expectations for for football players that we know are really good in track, like Anthony Schwartz was, and we're trying to portray or project them into him as a football player. Is that fair? And what do you think Anthony Schwartz and and his ability to use his speed and for the Browns to be able to utilize him a little bit more? First, it's not fair because 
obviously they're they're two different sports and and they require two different uh, two different styles of training. So that it's not fair. I mean, I I think when I think about Anthony Schwartz, he's a very fast guy. In fact, I had him uh, as a U.S. junior on the uh, national team in, in track. Right. And we traveled to yeah. And so I, I've seen him run for a long time. I think I think the problem is. Uh, when when you draft a particular player, let's say, and we're talking about Anthony, you draft you draft him because of what you saw him do at Auburn, right? And so if that's what you saw him do at Auburn, I feel like coaches should do that for him because mm-hmm. that's what he was successful at. Don't try to have him do other things that you've never seen him do because that requires you to really coach him up. And if you can't do that, then he's not going to be the player that everyone thinks he is. Mm-hmm. Just use him the way that, that, that uh, you saw him in film at Auburn. And, and if that means drawing up plays just to get that done where he can help your offense, then do that. But don't try to, be, but don't try to make him something he's not. And that's the problem with a lot of these coaches is, is they, they expect that when guys are drafted and come to the NFL that they already know how to play football. Hmm. They know how to play. They know how to play football on the college level, where a lot of times these teams that they're playing with are vastly better than the the team that they're playing against. Now you now you're coming to the Cleveland Browns and you're playing Alabama every week. Right. So you so you have to get better as a as, as a player. And I don't know if coaches and I'm not talking about the Browns. I'm just talking about coaches in general in the NFL. I don't know if they take the time to really coach these guys. Fascinating, Eric. Eric Metcalf joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. So, gosh, I want to ask you about what you just brought up there. Because everybody always <laughs> goes, it, it was it was awesome. Everybody goes all the time and goes, okay, go get the, the best soccer player and turn him into the football kicker in right. the same way that people thought with Anthony Schwartz. Hey, get the fast track guy and just have him run straight and we'll teach him how to catch. Do you think that's an ability that could be taught that a guy like a track star running in a straight line could learn how to catch a football at an NFL level? I, I really do, but, but I think it would be easier to do if this was football years ago. Now they don't hardly practice. So when are you going to have a chance to really teach him that? When are you going to really be able to get him on the field against uh, your, your, your best corner, against Denzel Ward, full speed where he's able to learn these things and, and see and read and react. It, it doesn't happen because they don't practice anymore. And so it's, it's going to take a lot of uh, individual time, say in the off season to try to get him to, to do that. But then yet you're not in full pads yet. You, 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 you might, while you think you're going full speed, it's a little different because it's never the same as game speed. So, I mean, I believe that they can teach, uh, players to, to be who they want them to be, but I believe they have to put time into it. Right, how much fun are you having on this podcast? We've I think we've had if we had everybody on the show. We had Frank Stamps on the show. I think the Mike only Tom one Tom Zach was on. I think the only one is Hanford. Hanford hasn't been on yet. Okay, Hanford's we'll the only one who hasn't been on with us yet. Oh, oh he's too big time for us. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. I mean, I, I get to I get to talk mess with the guys and we argue back and forth about what we think and 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 most of the time I'm probably right. In fact, I'm always right. As you should be. In fact, I'm always right. But, but yeah, but it is fun because, you know, I'm, that's, I, I enjoy being able to talk Cleveland Browns football, and especially with, with the guys who, who I've actually battled with.
Um, are you still in Seattle? I know last time we talked, you were back. Are you back in Seattle still or no? I'm in Seattle, yes. I'm back in Seattle until tomorrow, then I'm headed to Cleveland. All right, so we'll see you on Sunday. Your Mariners going to – can they bounce back in the series? Is that the talk out Please there Please tell right me now? they can. Yeah. Please tell me. Hey, hey, this is the Emerald City. There's no place like home. <laughs> I'm pulling for you, Eric. Take down the cheaters, man. My problem is I was in Tacoma too much. I got I should have had north. What was I thinking? What was I doing wrong? Right. Hey, Eric. I, I love seeing you at all these alumni events when I get a chance to catch up with you there. And, and it was outstanding today talking to you. Good luck with the Dog Pound Podcast. I'm sure we'll talk to you again. Hopefully, I'll see you on Sunday too. So hey, thank you, guys. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Eric. All right, Eric right, Metcalf. Uh, nice enough to join us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hot. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 